What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteNext.com. So the best part about today is that it's gonna be the last day that you ever say, I can't do any pull-ups. Because if you follow what I show you here today, I guarantee you're gonna be able to do at least three, and most are gonna be able to do up to five in just 22 days from now. You see, we're following in the footsteps of our successful 22-day pull-up workout, where lots of people have been able to increase their pull-up count by one and a half to up to two times. Now I get it, a lot of people commented there, but Jeff, two times zero, is zero. Even Jesse knows that math. But I can fix that for you here because, like we said, we're going to get a progression from where you are now to where you're going to be, and we're going to include some all-important accessory work that's going to be the key to helping you to finally start repping out those pull-ups. So now I mentioned some accessory work. Look, I get that you can't do a pull-up right now, so I can't just throw you to the wolves and have you do a bunch of pull-ups. But what we're going to do is some modifications of them, and we're also going to focus on two areas that a lot of people tend to forget to do when trying to increase their pull-ups, and that is your grip and, of course, your ab strength. Look, one of the hardest things to do is to simply hang on a bar and even if you can do that, it's to be able to hang on a bar with stability without rocking. The more of that rocking you do, the less stability you have, the more difficult pull-ups become. But if we can get those things down, we're going to make these things a lot easier. Now the way these 22 days are going to be broken down is into blocks. Each block consists of a starting testing day, followed by three consecutive non-testing days. And from there, we're going to group them together and perform five total blocks, which leaves two days at the end, day 21 and day 22. That's where we test. And of course, we're going to retest what we tested on day one, on day 21, and we're going to retest what we also tested on day one, on day 22. Different aspects. So it starts with day one, our testing day. And on testing day, we have two exercises to do. The first is an inverted row. Again, we're not able to do pull-ups right now, but we can do something similar. We can still pull our own body weight, albeit in a different plane, horizontal rather than vertical, and we also have the additional benefit of using our feet to self-spot to allow us to build our strength in this exercise. But your goal here is to perform as many as you can to failure, trying to pull your chest as high up to that bar as you possibly can. Note what that number is because it's going to come in handy on your non-testing days. You then take a two-minute rest and proceed to the second exercise on testing day, and that is simply a dead arm hang. Remember how important I said it was for you to be able to hang from a bar? Well, we're going to just do exactly that. We're going to hang for time. I'm going to retest this throughout the entire 22 days. The key here is to actually position yourself the right way, however, and that is by getting your knees straight and your legs and feet out in front of your body. Because you'll see here that this will actually engage your core much better than just simply hanging from a bar with your knees crossed and your feet lazily hanging underneath. The stability provided by your abs is going to make your body move through space a lot more efficiently, which at the end is going to make your ability to perform pull-ups that much less difficult. So testing day is just those two exercises, the max number of inverted rows with the two-minute rest, and how long you can hang from that bar. So from there, we now proceed to the first of our three consecutive non-testing days. And here we have two things to do as well. The first is one of our assistance motions that's going to allow us to start building that strength to do the pull-ups. And on day two, our first non-testing day, we're actually going to do a chair-assisted pull-up. And the goal here is to place the chair in front of you. Ideally, if you're doing this in a doorway, we could just put it right out in front of the door. And we're going to position our feet on top of the chair like this. They're not there to turn this into a squat. What they're there is to actually just be there for a spot for you. And as you pull up, the majority of the work should be done by pulling down through your hands into that bar to lift your body using your own strength. Again, as a spot only. And the goal is to achieve one half as many of your max rep total from day one of your inverted rows. So what that means is, let's say you did 10 inverted rows. Here we're only looking to get five of these chair-assisted pull-ups, but we don't have to do them unbroken. You likely don't have the strength at the moment to do these unbroken. So it's totally fine if you could do a couple 
and then you rest and you go back and do a couple more, and you rest and you go back and you do your final one. You do these in rest pause fashion, always making sure to stop before reaching failure. The second part of your non-testing day is always now going to revolve around the inverted row again. But this time we're going to do more of them. So your inverted row total from your first test day of 10 is now going to be done for 40% more than that. So that means an additional four reps. So now I have to do 14 inverted rows, but as I said, you don't have to do them consecutively. You can do those in your rest pause fashion until you accumulate your entire total of 14. So now on our second non-testing day, we're going to just change that first exercise out. Instead of doing the chair assisted pull-up, now we have to work on our eccentric strength. So we have the eccentric pull-up. And the idea here is that we know we're stronger eccentrically than we are concentrically. Like we can always lower ourselves down with more control and strength than we can to lift ourselves up. But by improving our eccentric strength, we're going to actually improve our ability to pull ourselves up. So we position the chair now behind us. And all we're going to do here is just step up, get our chin up over the bar, get those legs out in front of us, knees straight, lock them out, using that core for stability, and we're just going to lower ourselves down as slowly as we can. Step yourself back up again here and repeat until you've completed half as many reps as you did of your max inverted rows on that first testing day. Remember, again, you still have the luxury of being able to do this in a rest pause fashion. You do not need to crank out all these reps in one go. You can take that little brief rest until you've accumulated it all. The second half, again, I mentioned is going to go back to the inverted row, but this time instead of doing 40% more, we got to do 50% more from that first day max. So this time it's going to be five additional on top of the 10 from test day. Again, in rest pause fashion and your work is done. The third and final non-testing day in your block is actually going to switch it up entirely. Remember how important I said the core was? Well, we're going to do a core exercise and we're going to do one that mimics the requirements of your body when you're up on that bar. And we do something here called the hollow rock. And here we get our arms up overhead, we get those legs straight out in front of our body, very much the same way that we're advocating doing the pull-up itself. And all you have to do is continue to rock your body here and prevent your legs from falling down or touching the ground or from overextending your back back to the ground. The idea is can you stay in this stable position for as long as possible. I want you to make sure that you time how long you can be here because you're going to be retested on this multiple times through each and every block. Ideally, the longer you can do this for, the stronger your core is becoming, the easier your pull-ups are going to become. From there again, we wrap up with the inverted row done one more time, this time adding 60% to that total from your first test day, this time 16 reps, and you do them once again in that rest pause fashion. So now you continue to do this block after block after block, but remember, each new testing day gives you a new opportunity to establish new totals. If my max inverted row total goes from 10 to 14, then of course on all my non-testing days, the number of my accessory reps that I'm performing is going to go up, and also the number of my inverted rows plus 40, 50, and 60% are all going to go up as well. Utilize that strength increase to your advantage because as you get stronger, you can reset these totals and keep pushing yourself further. I guarantee you those gains in your pull-up rep count are going to be soaring through the roof as well. So the question might come up, Jeff, is this actually designed to be done over the course of 22 days or can I rest? It actually is designed to be done consecutively. However, if you find that you're not recovering or that your numbers are going backwards for some reason, then I would advocate that you actually take an additional rest day before your subsequent test day. So between blocks, take one additional rest day, but don't do any more than that. It's designed to work the way it does because we're increasing your frequency of this exercise in this condensed period of time. Which brings us to our final two test days, day 21 and 22. And as I said, we're going to revisit what we did all the way back on day one, our first test day. But we're going to start in reverse order. On day 21, all I want you to focus on is your performance in that dead arm hang. 
And here I have some big expectations. I'm looking for a 20 second increase in your ability to hang from that bar. We've been doing a lot of hanging along the way, we've been doing some additional core strengthening to make that easier, and now you're ready. And for some reason, you don't get the full 20 seconds, don't be discouraged, I guarantee you're gonna see an increase regardless. And that brings us to day 22, our final day in this progression. And the good news is, we're not testing max inverted rows anymore. You see, we're actually now testing pull-ups because you can do them. So I want you to jump up to that bar now and test how many pull-ups can you do. You started 22 days ago at zero. My expectations are that a lot of you are gonna hit at least three, and many of you are gonna hit five. It wasn't because you just unlocked some secret method or you learned some secret strength technique. It's because you did the right work, you put in the effort, but you followed the right progression. You didn't just try to jump up to this bar and monkey fuck it until you looked like you were doing something like a pull-up. No, you had a plan, you followed it, and you executed it, and now you're able to do three, four, or five. Congratulations. So there you have it guys, a plan to get you from zero pull-ups to a hell of a lot more right now just by following the right progression. I listen to you, I wanna make sure that everybody that watches my channel has all the information they need to get themselves to where they need to be. Now, even those guys that couldn't do any pull-ups before have a game plan and are on the right path. If you're looking to continue this, guys, in other ways and build your body like an athlete, you can head to athletics.com right now. All of our programs are laid out in a similar step-by-step -step way to make sure we leave nobody behind and to make sure that you get to where it is that you wanna be with your fitness levels. If you're looking for more videos like this, guys, make sure you click subscribe and turn on notifications. And if you haven't already done so, guys, leave a comment, thumbs up below. Let me know what else I'm gonna cover. I'll do my best to do that for you in the days and weeks ahead. All right, see you soon.